Welcome and thank you for joining the Senior Home Care HQ podcast. In this episode, we're going to discuss the long-term precautions after having hip replacement surgery. What are your restrictions and limitations while at home? Are you able to walk? Will you able will you be able to do the activities of daily living that you were that you have done prior to having the surgery? These questions and more we will answer in this episode. Long-term precautions after hip replacement surgery. Your restrictions and limitations while at home. Total hip replacement arthroplasties, THA, have come a long way when it comes to medical innovations. Surgeons have gotten to the point to where they encourage patients to get out of bed just a few hours after surgery and put as much weight as possible on the operated hip while walking. Healing after a hip replacement has become less problematic and the results can be life-changing. Of course, we need to discuss the false sense of security. Yes, you can walk relatively quick after surgery, and yes, you can do some basic activities of daily living, ADLs. And no, you can't expect to do everything right away. Despite the ease that comes with the latest THAs, we're still talking about major surgery in which you've had one of the largest joints in your body cut out and replaced. Don't be surprised that there will be some limitations that you'll have to endure until you fully heal. Also, The recovery timeline for each person that has a surgical hip replacement is going to vary based on past medical history or complications. Depending on the incision of your hip replacement, you'll be discharged home from the hospital with several precautions as ordered by your doctor, including weight-bearing precautions and range of motion precautions. Surgical approach to hip replacement and weight-bearing restrictions. Weight-bearing precautions. Your doctor will let you know how much weight he or she expects you to put through your operative leg after surgery. Typically, if the surgery goes well, you'll be able to put down as much weight as you can tolerate, WBAT, weight-bearing as tolerated. For those who have complicating conditions, for example, osteoporosis, additional fractures, degenerative diseases, etc., your doctor might say partial weight-bearing or no weight-bearing for a specific duration of time after surgery. Range of motion precautions. This refers to the directions and distances in which you can move the hip joint, flexing, extending, internally and externally rotating, etc. The standard rule of no bending and no twisting is not universal for all hip replacements because it depends on the incision. Posterior approach. If the incision goes through the back of the hip, then the precautions will include no bending over past 90 degrees, no pivoting on the feet, no crossing legs, Avoid stepping backwards and keep your toes pointed forward while walking. Anterior approach. This involves an incision into the front of the hip, and precautions typically include no crossing of the legs, no walking backwards, avoid turning the hip outwards, pointing your toe out. Anterolateral approach. An incision in the front side of the hip has become a popular method and includes avoiding stepping back with the operative leg, crossing the legs, and bending past 90 degrees at the hip. Weight-bearing and movement precautions can come across quite technical until you actually apply the information to real-life participation at home. Use the precautions as an equation and figure out how to modify your home routine accordingly. What not to do after hip replacement surgery when at home? Avoid climbing the stairs. Only use the stairs if you absolutely have to, such as small entry steps into the house or stairways to necessary rooms. For example, 
the only bathroom in the house, or the bedroom. Full flights of stairs to rarely used basements or to extra rooms in the house should be avoided. If you have to climb stairs, make sure you're using the proper techniques and tips your rehab therapist showed you at the hospital before you were discharged. Use the handrail at all times. Lead with the non-operative leg going up. Lead with the operative leg going down, etc. Bathroom and shower activities. You can use the shower and the toilet after surgery, but with the proper precautions in order to avoid infection and injury. Consider purchasing and applying the following types of equipment during your bathroom task. Shower chair, raised toilet seat, grab bars, a long-handled sponge, and a non-skid bath mat. Although you can technically stand in the shower or tub, your balance is still severely compromised and it would be wiser to sit on the shower chair or bench. It's quite common for people to slip on wet surfaces, rupture their new joint, and be readmitted for another surgery. This you want to avoid by all means. Household management. When you are fresh out of the hospital, there are certain tasks that you should just let go of doing or assign to a family member for a couple of weeks. This includes house management tasks like vacuuming, lifting heavy laundry bins, mopping the floor, driving, grocery shopping, shoveling the driveway, babysitting young children, etc. Prioritize what you think you should be doing and what you need to do. If it's not listed under basic needs, dressing, toileting, showering, eating, then you can probably ignore it or have someone else assist you temporarily. Dressing task. You can dress in the clothes you like with the right tools. Avoid donning any lower body clothes while standing. Learn about and apply dressing aids, long-handled reachers, sock aids, and shoehorns which all have extensions so that you can still get dressed without bending over too far beyond your hip restrictions. Bed mobility. Consult your doctor or rehab therapist about what kind of movements you need to avoid when climbing in and out of bed as well as shifting around while laying down. For example, most doctors say to avoid lying on your stomach or lie on the operative leg while side-lying. Ask about whether or not you are allowed to prop pillows under your hips and if you can place a pillow between your legs. Sitting activities. Consider what kind of chairs you should and shouldn't sit in at home. For example, sitting in plush and low-riding sofas should be avoided due to the risk of dislocating the hip. Sit on chairs that encourage a healthy sitting posture and that are slightly elevated. Your feet should be tiptoeing the floor and your hips bent less than 90 degrees. These types of chairs are similar to what are called hip chairs. Hip chairs encourage the proper sitting angle while sitting and don't compromise your surgical hip to become dislocated. Remember, you don't have to do everything once you get home from a hip replacement surgery. Risking a fall or a dislocation will only further complicate the process. Make sure to avoid placing your surgical hip at risk for dislocation by using proper techniques and following your weight-bearing precautions as told to you by your surgeon. With time and proper care, your joint will heal and you can go about resuming your activities of daily living. For more information, visit our website at SeniorHomeCareHQ.com. Thanks.